So, uh, welcome to the Morning Supper Podcast. This is episode number eight. And for those of you that listened to our last episode, episode seven, named Segway, hoping to hear about a two-wheeled uh, self-balancing personal transport, I'm sorry to have disappointed you because I just misspelled Segway. And I'm severely disappointed that only Jonathan was the grammar n- Nazi. Uh, enough to to point that out to me. I almost looked through it. I was like, "Segway." Wait a second, because the W A Y. I mean, it's like phonetically, it sounds right, but, but then yeah. it's very, it's very much not so, how. Excuse it's spelled. my illiteracy. Yeah, I try. But it's now morning supper canon, and episode seven will be forever misspelled. Segway. So as when in, all of our fans make a wiki, yeah, we will, yeah, it will be yeah, when we get big. Yep. My name is Ian, and I'm alongside my other hosts. I know, right, Eric. <laughs> now it's probably a bad time to say I gotta pee. Too, isn't <laughs> you it? gotta go pee. Uh, I'll be all right. Okay, you you can go pee. You can go pee. Just no, don't right. leave the studio. I won't flush because it'll come uh, it'll come across <laughs> the our, our acoustics down here. <laughs> and I'm Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. How you been? I'm uh, you know. How you do? Forgot to mute my phone too. Yeah. Do that. Everybody, mute your mics. Yeah. <laughs> so what Turn you been up to, up? Eric? What have I been up to? Oh, uh, hockey. Hockey. I stopped playing hockey in about 2001, and since then I haven't really played. I started ice skating with the girls on the weekends and decided uh, my cousin talked me into playing in the league, the rec league, adult hockey league, and I started that at the end of March, which a couple of our games have been rained out. It's outdoors. Uh, the rink's not that great, although it's better than when we played on it. Inline hockey. Inline hockey, yeah. Where is this? It's in uh, Oatsdale in Martinsburg. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I thought that this was going to be a bunch of old people getting together to play, but apparently the adult league has more teams than the minor leagues, or the major leagues. Really? Yeah. Than the teenagers. And some of the teenagers, yeah, some of the teenagers come up to play in the adult league just so we can have. We have six teams, and I think the majors have four. And I thought it was going to be lighthearted, you know, passing around the ibuprofen and. uh, (laughs) That's my kind of party. Everybody. But no, this is that people can be very competitive, temper super serious. Yeah. And we play with the puck now. Weekend hockey heroes. Yeah. Um, we play with a puck now instead of a ball, which is not is not as easy as it sounds because a puck's a lot smaller mm-hmm. and it's it, there's a lot more friction involved. So ha- ha- stick handling it is harder, and shooting it is different. Getting up off the ground and whatnot. I never had to deal with that because I was always a goalie. Yeah, all I had to do was stop the ball. <laughs> it, it hurts. You get hit by a puck. It's a lot different than a ball. Do you guys hear? Do you guys still like? You know, you see the stereotypical ice hockey guy wearing all that padding. Do you wear that padding? I don't wear shoulder pads. They have inline, uh, like, like uh, I don't know what they call those girdles or whatever that goes on your like hockey pants. They have pads Mm -hmm. on them. Yep. They're not as thick, uh, but I've used them because and they go on underneath of my pants, so I don't look like. Do you have like a face guard? Like if God yeah, I use a puck? cage. Okay. Yeah, I use a cage. That would that would suck. No, he. They, what they do is they play in a retro league. It's from like 1950s. So yeah. anything <laughs> that was developed from 1955 <laughs> on, they can't use. So <laughs> that explains his dentures. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I if I could do any sport, I think hockey would be it. Like if I was able to be in shape enough for it, but the, I I can't roller skate or anything like you that. You should do go. You should do goal. I just, you don't have to skate that much. I can't do you it do at have all. To I never learned. Move, though. I you never, have to move. Yeah. You have to move side to side. I want to play the sport without actually doing anything. Like you're looking that's for a goalie. sport yeah. called. <laughs> you're probably looking for a sport called baseball. Yeah, I, I did baseball. I was afraid <laughs> of the ball. Or a lineman in football or something like Golf? that. You don't have Golf, to really move. Uh, they hike the ball. You just stand in front of the guy in front of you. <laughs> Baseball, you just watch the paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> Golf, yeah. Any of those things. You'd probably be all right. Um, hmm. Other than that, really not a whole lot else. Other than I broke my hockey skates last time. We won our first game 13-7. to That's uh, a high-scoring hockey yeah, game. Yeah, the, uh, the goalies aren't. Up goalie, yeah. <laughs> Goalies really aren't as. Uh, I'll just leave it at that because I, I don't want to offend anybody and get into a fight in my next game. <laughs> I, I broke a, uh, my skate. My sh- chassis came all the way off my boot. 
just while I'm skating, my chassis just broke off. It ha- did something traumatic happen to it, or is it just because it's so old? The rivets came out of the, the chassis itself from the boot on my left side of my left foot, which is the, the side that gets the most stress because when I shoot, I go on that foot mm. uh, and and curl my right leg behind me, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. Yep. But uh, I was like, I'm good, guys, because we had no subs, really. We, we had one sub, and if I was to be out, we would have no subs, so... I was like, I'm good. I'll just skate on the inside of my, I'll keep my weight on the inside of my left foot. Well, that worked until we got some plays around the net there and, uh, some, you know, had to do some turning. And here I am with a boot on and a skate in the other, <laughs> on the other foot and I hobbled off. How late in the game did that happen? Third period, about 10 minutes left in the third period. So oh, it wasn't okay. too much. But yeah, 13 to seven. We were, we were flying high. Nice. That's it. I haven't really done anything else past two weeks. Yeah, that's what happens when you actually do recordings two weeks apart yeah. versus yeah. months apart. <laughs> Jonathan, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing really. Work, school. Um, I got my feet, my my feet, uh, measured or whatever for those the inserts. Shoes? I, I they're not shoes. I f- thought they were shoes. They're inserts. They're just like custom made oh. inserts, and they're still worth like five hundred dollars. So. Ooh. Luckily, insurance covers it, but <clears throat> otherwise I would not be able to pay that. But, um, yeah, so I got that measured. My podiatrist was a little creepy about it. He kept on me- talking about how wide my feet are, like abnormally <laughs> wide. The podiatrist with a foot fetish? Yeah, he was, he was like, no, really, Jonathan, your feet are wider than most people's feet. I don't believe this. Like, like he just would not stop talking about how you know, wide my feet are. The first time he mentioned are. it, you were probably like, oh, okay, cool. No, I don't think you understand, it's Jonathan. It's literally. I, he was like, What's, what size are your feet? I was like, well, 12 to 13, depending on the shoe wide. He was like, yeah, I know, wide. Very wide shoes. And I'm like, yes. But then he called all the people into the way. Like, hey, you got to see this. Come <laughs> yes. It wasn't as bad as all that. But yeah, like, so that was kind of an awkward discussion, <laughs> like a 10 minute discussion all about my feet while he's rubbing them, mind you, because he had a, you know, cast a mold or whatever around him. So while he's rubbing the width of my foot, uh, he's literally talking to me, making eye contact. Your uh, feet are really wide. So that did was he ask if he could take a picture? <laughs> no. Did he, he, he call Guinness better. Book of World Records? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hate people. F- I hate feet. I don't uh, like feet. I don't want feet around me. I don't <laughs> want anybody messing with my feet. Nothing. So I don't know how you did that. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a little awkward. Other so than that, said um, so. yeah, just work, uh, playing way too much Diablo 3. Diablo 3. Yeah. Um, I finally finished that story. Act five? Well, no, no. Act four. I was playing with you when I, yeah. when I finished it. I did not expect uh, spoilers. I did not expect uh, Diablo to possess a woman. What? And then that explains why he has kind of that womanesque uh, physique. What? Like the hips. Oh yeah, he, he's pretty. I'll hippie. show you pictures. This is Diablo. He's pretty hippie. The final boss. He he in a in a strange turn of events. He takes over the body of a woman, and then it turns into him. And so Diablo is the devil. I'm assuming. Yeah, he's a cross dresser. He's one of them. <laughs> there's he's, many. There's there's a couple. Um, yeah. So the devil's a cross dresser. Yep. 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 It's been established. I it's guess. canon. It's, it's it's not biblical canon, but but damn it, it's it's, it's, it's Diablo canon. Supper canon. Um. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I've been watching Vikings. Um, Season two. Correct. Yeah. I'm I'm right where I need to be. I'm, I've finished all the episodes. It's becoming slightly less historical in reality. Um, I wonder if they think that they've earned it now. Well, I mean, like, okay, like, it portrays, it's still a very kind of gritty, realistic, darker type of story. But one thing, like, without going into a huge luxury, one thing that really got me angry was how the English at that time, who did not really think of themselves as English, as far as we know, kept on talking about England. When there wasn't really an England, what was it? Well, well, I mean, like, there, like there. I were, just don't know. Yeah, there were a collection of you know, kingdoms. Okay. Um, that were not necessarily even ethnically super related because Ang- England actually comes from Anglaland, which comes from. The I want to say I've heard this somewhere. Yeah, you probably heard it from me on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, so when I was younger, I used to get 
really sick to my stomach. I was an, always a nervous kid. Never could explain why. Pepto-Bismol every morning. Yep, every put morning. Out, put out for him. Yep. <laughs> through middle school, I took Pepto-Bismol every morning, and I think I've developed a an extreme immunity to that. Uh, but anyway, I would have Jonathan just talk about whatever for hours just to keep my mind off of my stomach yeah, on the bus, the bus ride. ride was like almost like an hour long. Yeah. 45 minutes. We were at the end there. Yeah. 45 minutes. We were one of the first ones to get picked up and one of the last ones to get dropped off. Yeah. It was miserable. Hence why we ruled the bus in yeah. high school. <laughs> they respected us. Yeah, because all the, all the cool kids got off and you're the only ones on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> you're a jerk. <laughs> I ruined that same bus route too. You're not fooling anybody. Why you gotta ruin? Peel back the curtains. Eric just shattered all my youthful realities. Uh. No, but back mm. to Anglon. Okay, okay. So basically, the we call them Anglo-Saxons, right? Like the language that the English, I'm putting in quotation marks, are using in this show. It's Anglo-Saxon, which okay. comes from the. Angles, the Saxons, and the Jutes, which were a collection of three separate Germanic and Danish tribes that that formed England as we know it. However, England, as a very rough idea, did not even come about until the writing of the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, and even that's debated. And the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle was written about a hundred years after the events that take place in Vikings. So in Vikings, there's this episode where people just keep on screaming, God save England, God save England, and it's just completely anachronistic because as far as we know, which is not, we don't know a whole lot, but as far as we know, they probably never conceived of themselves as English. So I understand your gripe. And I feel like people watching the History Channel should know this yes. stuff. Well, not but no. not modern History Channel. No, the modern like maybe, History Channel, yeah, like I'm maybe saying, back when, yeah, like saying, we have ice road truckers t- now. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. History tell you Channel. about ice roads and maybe some aliens along the line. <laughs> some Hitler, no Hitler real aliens. History stuff. I think they ran out of uh, World War II documentaries yeah. to show. Yeah, uh, I, no, I mean I'm not saying everybody should know that. I was, it's just a personal gripe that I have, and that I don't take too, except for the fact that they are, they do presumed to be historians or amateur if anything yeah yeah so they should at least they're familiar with some of the literature that was written back then probably they under so like to me as so far, they took creative freedom yeah they, yeah they they they, they had intolerable license by jonathan's standards <laughs> you can be creative no i'm fine and i'm not even super angry i used to be like that like braveheart i love the movie braveheart but it used to bother me every single time about how ahistorical it was. Now I'm, I'm I still enjoy the movie, but I I'm still slightly peeved at its ahistoricity. Looks better. <laughs> it's not even so much that it's just that people take that seriously. Okay, well that that happened, and that's problematic. Because or that's oh that's really how people thought back then. And while we cannot know a hundred percent at any time, it seems to me. That a lot of the things that these movies and shows show about people's worldviews are um, sketchy at best. Yeah, I got you. I got I'm you. just saying. I'm just saying they I didn't think of themselves as two. English back then. They probably did not think of themselves as English. I haven't seen season two yet, but I'm sure I'll jump on that. Because really good. I've been on a TV kick. Is it on Netflix? No. It, it The first season is free with Amazon Prime, though. I got no, it on I have iTunes. Amazon Prime. I have an Amazon Prime. A, wait, it's free on Amazon? Oh, I yes, the, like first, bucks. the first season is free on Amazon Prime. Uh, speaking of TV, I saw The Walking Dead season four finale. And after spending a good chunk of last episode hating on The Walking Dead, I really enjoyed uh, episode, or the last episode of season four. Was this the one? I haven't seen it, but was this the one where there was this like huge, like everybody was talking about how there was this huge surprise? Yeah, it was a huge surprise. He actually like, held so, a gun, or, or maybe they cycled <laughs> the right way. Or the, the, uh, it was good because of how it developed. Like They spent most of the season trying to have some character development, and in, in this episode it seemed like it came to fruition, especially for Rick, the main character. Uh, but I really enjoyed it, and every time I talk to my wife and I say, I don't think I'm going to buy the next season, they hook me back in. It's like they do it on purpose. It's like they make me sludge through these terrible episodes <laughs> to get me up to this point where I gotta keep watching really to see what bad? happens. Something. Uh, well, I'm I'm being hard on it. Well, I mean, good. you're not the only person who said that type of thing. Well, we need it, to do this with our podcast. We need to get that one hook so people <laughs> keep listening. <laughs> I am that hook. <laughs> <laughs> but the gun, the gun effects were terrible. Mm. Um, there was a pretty big gunfight, and once again, it, like they just overdid it. 
See, uh, now now we're coming. Okay, so like you saying like, well, you know, most people won't get that. Like I with my with my history, thing, right. it's kind of the same thing with I understand, but I do sympathize. If I get I you. know a lot about it. That does yeah. bother me. Mm-hmm. But it was really but good. Most people won't notice. It was mm-hmm. really good. Um it was it they went to some very dark places that I didn't expect him to go, but they did it tastefully, if that makes sense. Um, dealing with certain violence, it was tasteful. But the the uh, zombie gore in that show is always top notch. I always enjoy that. <laughs> Speaking of zombies, wait, are we going to start having some zombie rights activists out there? We, gotta, we can't be hurting zombies. We need some kind of. <laughs> the, I guess not. No, <laughs> I think that's the lie. <laughs> that's that's. What, I guess that's how they get algae away. and zombies. That's the thing nobody cares. Nobody about. Nobody cares that's about it. yet. Speaking <laughs> of zombies. The Last of Us is coming to PlayStation 4. They aren't really zombies, but they, they fit They're all the zombies. characteristics. They're zombies. Uh, the, it is coming to PlayStation 4, so if you have a PS4, you didn't have a PS3, and I you want to play this. The Last of Us, it's coming out in June. I even looked at the show notes, and I did not notice that. <laughs> they have, uh, it's called the Refined? Remastered Edition? So Something it's like actually that. still The Last of Us. It's, it's the same game, and it includes the story DLC with Ellie, uh, which I have not played. And uh, remasters it in 1080p, and it just makes everything look better, I okay. guess. You can actually uh, see the 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 pen, the ink drying on the birthday card <laughs> that you have to go look at before you leave the freaking room. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they are also making a movie. So there you go, Eric. Have uh, they started the casting? I don't for the even movie? know. I I think this might be one time when I play the game. I'm not sure I want to watch the movie. <laughs> oh, because I tell you why. It's that daggone birthday card. If she, if in the movie that girl gets up from a frantic phone I, call, I guarantee and you she, she goes will. over and watches, and looks at. If she goes and looks at that birthday card before she goes to her dad, I'm walking out of the theater, <laughs> and I've only ever walked out of one. That was talented, Mr. Ripley. I walked out after some boat scene. He beat somebody's head in. I will walk out of that movie. They, it's being uh, written by Neil Druckmann, who wrote The Last of Us. He was the creative director on it. Um, and it's being produced by Sam Raimi, I believe. He did the Spider-Man uh, trilogy, the original Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, but the bad news is it's being done through the same studio that does all the Resident Evil movies, which are like B-level action horror. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, they're so horrible. that's the studio that's doing it. <sighs> yeah. But I, I might I might check it out. I mean I was I'll check it out definitely. Date nights. Speaking but... of movies, Jonathan. What? Do you want to build a snowman? Yes, I want to build a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Frozen. Yeah. You guys seen Frozen? As a yeah. matter of fact, Jonathan's the one that pumped it up to me the most. I didn't pump. Okay, like I did, but it it made me feel happy. So like, this movie, it just came out in news that it has uh been it made history at the box office as the top grossing animated feature of all time raking raking in over one billion dollars worldwide i thought the movie was too long i (laughs) i went in i went into this movie (laughs) thinking this is going to be a really good movie i want cliff note version of frozen (laughs) it was bad i thought okay we should be done now nope no, nope, we're not it, done. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. I d- maybe the, I just didn't like the movie. Then. <laughs> I don't know. I was disappointed. I, I was ready for it to be over. This is, this is a beloved movie, and I, I did not enjoy it as much. And not that it was bad. No. Yeah, um, I don't think it was that bad. And I, I appreciated their different take on a princess movie to where the man doesn't come to save the day. Mm. Uh, but no, it I just didn't the man should me. always come save the day. Oh, maybe boy. that's why I thought it was too long. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't just know. Riley's stew, ruin the stew. <laughs> stew brewer stew over brewer. here. <laughs> stew brewer Eric. I I like. I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, it was pumped up, and but I liked. I liked the music. I liked the characters. I watched this with my brothers. My yep. brothers. No, yeah. no, you you know my brothers. Like yep. they don't. Yeah, that's not they, their type. That's not they, their cup of tea. They There's, were laughing. Hysteri- like, I thought I was there, laughing. There, there were genuinely hard. funny parts. Probably the part I laughed the hardest at was the old Duke. Uh, dancing around with, with uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember her name now. Yeah, not not the Ice Queen, the other one. <laughs> don't remember either. Emma? I don't know. I, I don't know. The redhead. <laughs> yeah. So after you pumped that up to me, I, I just wasn't. I'm sorry. I think Tangled was better. I haven't seen Tangled, so I don't know. Tangled's good. Yeah. Have you seen Tangled? Yeah, I've seen Tangled a few hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was, but yeah, I think Tangled was better. Why? I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just remember sitting in front. I went to see Frozen in the theaters. 
And I remember sitting there thinking that this movie is never going to end. And I don't really know why. <laughs> but it's not that's that long of a movie. I, that might, I, that's even what's even more weird about this situation. <laughs> it's not even really that long, but I was waiting for it to be over. I don't know. Um, Yeah, so I, I, I recommend it, but... But Not, you really don't. It, yeah. But if you can rip it off the internet, because that's what it sounds like, <laughs> that'd probably be your better option. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know why I liked it so much. It just. I don't know. There's some like really like really warm, gooey thing inside of me that's called a soul, and it like made that soul happy. When she okay. shot her sister and wouldn't come out of the room, is that what made you feel happier? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like. <laughs> When she isolated everyone and moved to a castle alone, that, that made you feel better? Actually, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> I want to be the ice princess. Why can't I be the ice princess? No. Um, I like, I don't know. It's good. Eric, I played a game that I want to recommend to you. This would be the <sighs> second game that I've recommended to you. The first one was The Last of Us. Do we get three strikes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have enough confidence in this one. Uh, it was Spec Ops The Line. It came out in 2011. Huh. Is it online multiplayer? No. It is. It is. It does have online multiplayer, but that's not the reason why you would play it. No. Uh, it's the main character is voiced by Nolan North, who people who are familiar with video game voice actors, uh, he's very prominent. He's been in a lot of games. He's very good. Um, what games? Uh, he's he does uh, Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Oh, okay. uh, Desmond in Assassin's Creed. Mm, his name sounds familiar. He does uh, Deadpool. Mm. Uh, he does uh, Penguin in Arkham. Oh, cool. Uh, so, anyway, this game... I've not game, played any of those, so this, this game, means nothing to me. It's a, it's a third-person cover shooter. Okay. Um, it starts out very, just straight to the point, you're going in. Uh, there's been a sandstorm that has hit Dubai. Uh, you had a unit there that was supposed to evacuate people. You don't know what happened to that unit, so you're going in to figure out what happened. As the game progresses, it, and it, the... The mechanics are very standard. Just there's there's nothing special about the game per se. It's it's just a good shooter. Uh, as the game progresses, you get more insight into what's happened uh, to these people, and basically it delves into the effects of war on yeah, a soldier. Yeah, I heard it was a little bit. Um, yeah, like uh, I I heard like from what little I know about it, I heard that it was very good because of the storytelling aspect. And yeah, that's a little bit there, darker. And it's there not are like America come save the day exactly all the time there. There are moral choices in the game, but they aren't like press A for good choice, press B for bad choice. You're just put in a situation, and what you do affects it. Mm. Um, there was one choice in the game that I tried. This was my second playthrough. Uh, there was one choice in the game that I tried to get around it, and it wouldn't let me because it is a hard point for the story. And I understood that once I got through it. Um, but I do recommend it. It's it's not too long of a game. Um, it's not like a 16-hour adventure or anything. But it's just shoot them up. You can play it on easy and, and do fine. Um, guys, that aren't bullet sponges. You can kill them no, pretty quick. No. Um, so I recommend it. So Cutscenes? A lot of them? There's, there's a them? few. But yes, you can skip them. <laughs> I don't know why you would want to, considering the story is the reason why. It's a good skip. It's a good shooter. It should be able to stand on its merits that way. But okay, I, I wouldn't skip them if I were to play it because this is your second strike. <laughs> uh, I recommend that. Speaking of Nolan North and his voice in video games and being in Arkham games, I'm playing through the Batman Arkham series again. My wife and I counted up how many times I've played Batman Arkham Asylum, which is the first game that came out in 2009. I beat it seven times now. That's ridiculous. Seven times through. My last playthrough, which was yesterday, took me one day, and I was 75% done because I knew all the riddles and everything uh, when I finished just playing through my first time. And it's a game where you have to go back to complete things. Uh, so that's just going through and just knowing where everything is. 75% done. I love those games. And it's because I'm a Batman geek. I, I, it's just, it's the perfect mix of nostalgia because it's the same voice actors from the cartoon that I used to watch yeah. when I was little. Uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as the Joker. I thought he quit. I heard something about that. He has quit. Um, th this was before. Yes, he, he did the voice in Arkham yeah, Asylum, and then Arkham City. He yes. did that, and that's when he retired after Arkham City. Um, the prequel game, which the original developer refuses to acknowledge, Arkham Origins. Uh, I played through it again on the permadeath mode. 
What is that? Uh, that is a mode where if you die, the game erases your save, and you got to play from the beginning again. Nice. <laughs> I did beat it, but wow. I exploited something. Oh, that's yeah. What'd you do? I, so shark. I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I found out that if you pause, if you pause the game before you die and you hit restart, now, like if you run out of health, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, but like if you right pause before. it, if you screw up and you pause it and you hit restart, uh, you you get a yeah, checkpoint. That's so. That's how I was able to beat it. What's the point in playing it that way then? Trophies. <laughs> oh, I got a nice shiny golden trophy on PlayStation <laughs> Network for beating it on that mode. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, what, does it say underneath cheated to get the? <laughs> no. I mean, I've done that type of game with. I've done that with RT, but it has never been like a permadeath thing. It was just because I knew I messed up, and so I restarted real quick. But you should have your. You should have your PlayStation grind up. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even say that with a straight face. PlayStation. <laughs> have your PlayStation grind up your game after oh. you die. <laughs> <laughs> and ask you for another sixty bucks, or it's only downloadable. And then whenever you die, it just deletes, it, just deletes it. it. You gotta pay sixty bucks to play. That, that's back in the arcade games. Do you have enough yeah. quarters to play this game? Or permadeath mode means that your your PlayStation blows up completely. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never play another game again. They announced a new Arkham game, and I I I. I there were some leaks that it was going to be announced, and I was ref- I was at work, and I'd be doing some work. I'd go over to the page, hit refresh, wait for the <laughs> announcement to show up on Game Informer. Uh, but yeah, October 14th, there's another game coming out, and it's supposed to wrap up the story so far. Uh, it's a, it's, the past three games have been about the relationship between Batman and Joker, pretty much, uh, and how twisted Joker is, and... How one is the yin and the other one is the yang. They can't neither one's exist. each other's father, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. So far, you know, I could change. Speaking of games and why you just told me about how hyped up you were about this game. Yep. I have never, and I refuse to now, ever gotten hyped up about a game since freaking uh, OFPDR, <laughs> Operation Flashpoint Dragon oh, Rising. Oh yeah, that. I am anti-game yeah. because of that. That was, uh, I, they horrible. sucked me in, and I was such a sucker for that game. We, I hate all games now. We we were all ragging. We were ragging. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company Two had not come out yet, and we were ragging on Bad Company Two, uh, taking up for Operation Flashpoint. Yeah, and it ended up coming out as the buggiest, crappiest experience that you could ever have. We bought three copies of that yes, game so did. so that our dad could play with a System yep. Link, and yep. Jonathan spent a night playing with us. Yeah, we at were, one point, uh, Jonathan died. And somehow we revived him, right? Yeah, and his dead body was just sliding around on yeah. the ground. <laughs> Slinking like a snake across yeah. the grass. That was oh my gosh, game. we were a part of the forums. We were all into this. Yep. And, oh man, we even knew people's names and developers, but then they stopped answering questions <laughs> and they started <laughs> disappearing. After the came, come out. And they started letting, oh my gosh. So I, I, I refuse to get involved with any games now. I think yep. that was my problem now. I think I can relate all my game issues back to that one. <laughs> back to Operation Flashpoint. So, because I've been into this Batman mood, I bought a book. What is the book? I bought a book. It's not a book. It's it's not a book. It's Batman the Killing Joke. This came out in 1988. Take a look at that. And it's the seminal story between Batman and Joker. I sat and I read it all. It's It's a very short book. See, yes, the second you oh, wait, wait, no. hold on, hold on. no, it's not. I'm the second you posted thing. that up on Facebook, like I was like, no, he didn't. It's not. It cannot be. Ian doesn't read. So Eric's got it in his hands right now. I'm already to page five. That's, <laughs> that's how fast you get through this book. All right, uh, the pages aren't numbered. It's like <laughs> there are a lot of pictures. It's a With, graphic novel. Like, yes, there's it's a, a graphic okay, novel. Like, I, I, it's like, a comic book. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> it's not a it's not a book. I mean it's very nothing. So but it's uh, I dove I, I dove down the rabbit hole and I've already ordered two more comic books. Hold, hold on. <laughs> is this is this more of a book than my audiobooks? Because this is physical, um, tangible. You know, I'm gonna say no. Thank you. Alright. I'm gonna i I'm sorry, Ian. Eric is more literate than you. <laughs> well, we proved that with Segway. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, okay, like, just to be fair, like, that's cool that you're reading. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, I like, okay, like, graphic, no, like, th- there's a place for that. Go ahead. 
break my heart. I just do it. No, because I got mixed feelings. Like you know me now. I never have a straight you, answer. You should have been in right now. Yeah, you should have been inside my head when I went to order this. It's like, am I going to do this? I, I've always, I've always enjoyed the stories. I've been in the TV show. I love the games. Am I going to do? Am I going to buy a comic book? Be the comic book guy. I did. That's cool. I bought it no, and I, I mean, loved it. I, I loved it. It's just, it's not a book though. Like that's the problem. Like, right. That's the only. I'll call point. it a graphic novel then. We'll just go. call it a you, comic. You, you sound you can't pretentious when you say graphic novel, but. All right, I I don't think it's I'm going to call it a comic, a comic either. Well, well, the other books that I've ordered, uh, volumes one and two, uh, it's the Court of Owls saga. It's mm-hmm. the uh, from the reboot of New Fifty Two Batman. Oh God, uh, <laughs> it's it's like the first like thirteen uh, issues of the comic. Um, what was my point? I don't even remember now. You're but anyway, books better. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I mean okay. Well, let me if you if. It's better than nothing. Yeah. I am happy that you were that you are doing that I, for yourself. They're, I they're think you'll enjoy inter- it. They're interesting stories. Yeah. So this this story specifically, the Killing Joke, um, Joker breaks out of the asylum. Uh, Batman finds out about it. Uh, he goes to Commissioner Gordon. You know who Commissioner Gordon is? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. He goes to Commissioner Gordon's house. Uh, knocks on the door. Barbara, his daughter, who's actually Batgirl, he doesn't know that, uh, and 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 Batman doesn't know who Batgirl is. No, uh, Commissioner Gordon doesn't. Oh, Jim Gordon. They're sitting there. They don't know that he's on the other side of the door. She opens up the door and he shoots her through the spine. Who shoots her? Joker. Oh, Joker does. Yeah, Joker shoots. <laughs> it's really complicated. Yeah, I, yeah, wait, you, you said <laughs> we'll have to go back and listen to this. Batman found out the Joker broke out, right? Then, then, then he went to her house, Barbara, who's Batgirl. But Batman, that's why I was thinking here. I'm sorry, Bruce Wayne yeah. in Batman costume showed up to the house. All of Shot a sudden, Batgirl. whoa! He's surprised because he doesn't know Batgirl standing in front of him. I shoots see. her through the spine. I see the and logic. Oh no! Okay, you've just turned this whole thing. Joker shoots Barbara Gordon right. through right, the spine you. in front of. Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon starts to freak out. He then uh, takes some pictures of Barbara. The comic doesn't show this. It does it tastefully. He takes some pictures of Barbara in various states of undress uh, while she's wounded. Then takes Jim to... A Joker does? Yes. He takes Jim to an abandoned amusement park to then put him, strip him naked, puts him on this, and once again, it's comics. It doesn't show anything. Uh, puts him on this ride where it's showing these pictures to Jim. His whole point is, since Jim's the upstanding police officer in in Gotham, his whole point is everybody is just one step away from insanity, madness. Uh, they're just one bad day away. So he's trying to break Jim to prove a point. Mm. That's all. That <clears throat> anybody has the potential to just be as crazy as he is. I feel like that was the point of Dark Knight too, in general. Yes, yeah, yeah and that's kind of the themes that they pulled yeah. on. Um, when Batman finally confronts him, he talks about how you must have had a bad day too. It goes into a little bit of Joker's origin, um, which towards the end he starts telling Batman, "If I'm going to have an origin, I'd rather it be multiple choice." So it's not really his origin. He's right. just nuts. It's just something bad happened to him at one point, but you don't find no, out it what it is. Sounds good. Well, Batgirl. Uh, wh- Batgirl's paralyzed though now. Yes, so she's out of she, commission, and that became canon. Uh, she became Oracle. Canon is the theme word for our episode. <laughs> that <laughs> is canon. the word. Yeah, it's morning supper canon. Uh, it, she became Oracle, where she was in a wheelchair, and she became more of a tech uh, in the background uh, for Batman hmm, instead okay. of Batgirl. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if it's still that way since the reboot of the series, but. Yeah. So. So the next two that you ordered are they the same? No. Uh, they they are new. Um, and they're the new run of Batman. They're he, he's taking on a criminal. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. And that's the reason why I bought these because I wasn't familiar with the stories. Yeah, yeah. They can my, take comic. Okay, go ahead. My wish list for this for comic books is very long now on Amazon. Well, it's good. Uh, yeah, I, hey, there's I'm, so I'm, many stories that I that I want to read now. Yeah. Well, or look at by your all standards. <laughs> well, no, no. I want I want to rephrase. It's not that okay, what you're doing is still good. It's just not a book. You it would be There's so many comics I want to look at. Comic or graphic novel, I don't know the correct nomenclature. All I'm saying is uh, it sounds good. You can you if they don't if they they take you down a, a road in a comic book, they can quote Reboot it. 
Like, ah, oh, we, we were just kidding. That was we're starting this all over it again. Was a, it was a huge thing for that when they call it the New 52. And I'm new to this, so if comic book guys listening to what this, is, please, I'm at your mercy. What forgive me. What is 52? What is 52? I don't even know. Oh, I think, think it's all the characters. I, no, no. The New um, 52. So, anyway, it was a big thing because they were hitting, like, issue number 800-something. with Bat- Batman, actually, this year is the 75th anniversary uh, of Batman. He's been around that long, so they've had so many stories in such a back catalog, and that rebooting, rebooting the whole DC universe was a pretty big deal. Um, so yeah, it's fifty-two weeks in a year. That, I don't know. I don't know. Get on the Google machine. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure this out. I'll, I'll, I'll Google it and report back at some time. <laughs> uh, but so I've been on this big superhero kick, and that led me to go see Captain America: The Winter Soldier. The next in the Marvel movies. I never watched the first one. I have no opinion about this. This will be a dry part of the segment. I love the Marvel movies, and they just keep doing so well with them. Like, the first run, so they're in, like, phase two, I think they're calling it. Like, they have movies planned clear through 2028 of these similar universe Marvel movies where they bring people together, and they're going to have the Avengers 2 here soon. Um, But they're finding new ways to spin it. It's not just your regular superhero movie. Now, granted, uh, during the movie, they used certain sci-fi tactics to, or sci-fi ex- explanations to conveniently explain away things uh, because it's a comic book movie. Yeah. That's how they were able to get some of the overtop action. Um, but what was really interesting is how relevant it was being the overall arcing theme of how much of your freedom are you willing to give away for security? Um, how much do you trust the government? And that kind of all played into the whole NSA spying thing. Uh, government's watching us. We just don't trust the government. It, it played into that. that and it was in, really in intelligent. Captain America too? Yes. Hmm. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything because the movie's so new uh, for people. But, yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's more of a spy thriller than it is a, a superhero movie. Hmm. Um, now, for yeah. somebody like Eric that would go see it, he would see the first scene <laughs> of him jumping out of an airplane just, with no parachute. I'm just not going to hang out with Just drop Eric. it. <laughs> like, outside of the podcast, I'm not going to hang out with I feel like it would just be a bad time. It would just be a buzzkill all the time. <laughs> so, how much do you trust the government? You know, it's been this, this thing that's just been ringing throughout America lately. So, this brings me to what I want to make the final topic of this podcast. Does the name Leland Yee mean anything to you guys? It did after I read some of the notes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know his name, but I, I, I had did, heard the story. I, I think I had heard about him and then just kind of followed it away. Okay. I have some show notes over here, so I'm going to turn my mic ever so slightly. That way I can see them a little bit. <clears throat> so Leland Yee, he's a Democratic California state senator. Uh, he's a very vocal advocate for gun control. Excuse me. i got to readjust just a little bit more. Uh, in 2006, he was named uh, to the Gun Violence Prevention Honor Roll by the Brady Campaign for his efforts that included co-authoring a first-in-the-nation bill to require new semi-automatic handguns to be equipped with ballistics identification technology known as micro-stamping. Eric, are you familiar with that yeah. at all? Um, so I, I pulled this information from various websites, so if it sounds like I'm reading, it's because I am. Uh, in May 2012, Yee proposed legislation to ban semi-automatic rifle that to ban any semi-automatic rifle that had a conversion kit that makes a rifle a fixed magazine rifle. What's that mean? They a fixed a, magazine uh, rifle. Eric's he, our resident gun yeah, expert. He banned he banned semi-automatic uh, semi-automatic rifles that had a conversion kit that makes the rifle a fixed magazine rifle. Well, a fixed magazine rifle would be a magazine that you couldn't remove. I don't know why he would want to ban any conversion kits to make a gun. Yeah, that doesn't make fixed, much sense. Fixed uh, magazine rifle. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the, the 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 bill would ban these conversion kits and rifles. And according to his press release, he said, quote, Absent this bill, California's assault weapon ban is significantly weakened. For the safety of the general public, we must close this loophole. He then went on to say, it is extremely important that individuals in the state of California do not own assault weapons. I mean, this is just so crystal clear. There is no debate, no discussion. Right. So, so this guy, he's, he's very vocal uh, for gun control, uh, very, very hard up against assault weapons. Uh, let's see. 
He's also been vocal against violent video games. Uh, he proposed a bill in 2005 that was signed by Governor Schwarzenegger and uh, was struck down as unconstitutional by the Supreme Court in 2010. It was to ban violent video games sales to minors. Um, I read a little bit of, of the bill notes. Uh, it, from what I read, it seemed like even if a parent was with the child at a retail store like a GameStop, they couldn't sell yeah, it because it it's going to, be, to the child. Yeah. The only loophole was if the parent themselves was selling it. Um, so any legal guardian could it's sell it to like their kids. A gun. If they know you're going to buy a gun and just let your... Well, I guess even then... No, I don't know. So so the Supreme Court struck down that law saying that it was unconstitutional um, under the, the rights of uh, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it joined movies and other books and arts uh, as, you know, creative freedom. Uh, they, they tell these stories. We can't... The government shouldn't step in to regulate that. Speaking of the 2013 Connecticut shooting... The media was trying to put a lot of blame on violent video games for that tragic shooting at Sandy Hook. Seems like this comes um, up along with guns. So Yeah, exactly. So gamers were trying to defend themselves saying, hey, I play games like Call of Duty. I'm not going to shoot up a school full of kids. Um, he, I have a quote here by Yi saying, gamers have just got to quiet down. Gamers have no cred- credibility in this argument. This is all about their lust for violence and the industry's lust for money. This is a billion-dollar industry. This is about their self-interest. Okay. Um, you know I'm pretty middle of the road when it comes to a lot of things. Right. And with this, I'm middle of the road. I generally maintain that liberals, when it comes to politics, political issues, social issues, uh, science issues, they tend to be more educated. Mm-hmm. With firearms, they're not educated at all. They, they have no, not liberals in general, but the, like this guy, he uses, he talks about, I'm not very, like, I grew up with firearms. I'm not a firearm aficionado, um, but I am familiar enough to know when somebody is talking out their ass. Mm. And this guy's very much talking out of his ass when he's talking about fire, uh, you know, assault weapons. Assault weapons Mm. is such a broad topic for him when it's really not. So um, in in his 2005 bill, he he was citing uh, studies that were saying that uh, violent video games have effects on kids, that they have aggression. And when the Supreme Court struck it down in 2010, he had quotes out there that pretty much said, "You guys are selling out to corporate interests at the expense of our kids." Like that's the yeah, way he was yeah, trying all to about spin the kids. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so, in an interesting turn of events. On March 26, 2014, he was arrested by the FBI on charges related to public corruption and gun trafficking. Are you serious? Imagine that. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yi was with 25 other defendants on the FBI criminal complaint. Uh, The investigation was focused on a Raymond Shrimp Boy Chow. He's a criminal with ties to a Chinatown street gang and organized crime syndicate. Um, shrimp boy? Shrimp boy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he made that name up. <laughs> Leland Yi was nicknamed Uncle Leland by these types of folks. Um. Uh, he's accused. Now, granted, he's he's innocent until proven guilty. As of right now, he's suspended from the state senate mm-hmm. as of March 28th. As he should be. <laughs> but he's accused of dealing firearms without a license and illegally, illegally importing firearms. Uh, he's accused of accepting tens of thousands of dollars in campaign contributions and cash payments to provide introductions, help a client get a contract, and influence legislation. And that includes marijuana legislation in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some stuff about saying, just give me money and we'll, we'll, we'll set up a meeting. Uh, he met with an undercover agent and told him that he could arrange for him to meet an international arms dealer and run some guns from the Philippines. The undercover agent and Yee worked out an arrangement for the weapons to be smuggled through the port of Newark, New Jersey. And Yee told the agent that he could get him stuff like fully automatic assault rifles and even stuff like shoulder-fired missiles and rockets, too. Nice. <laughs> the agent said he could pay up to $2.5 million for the weapons, and Yee reportedly bragged, Do I think we can make some money? I think we can make some money. Do I think we can get the goods? I think we can get the goods. This guy's a wannabe mobster. <laughs> yeah, he is. As a matter of fact, even talking about the Philippines to this guy, he goes, he he uh, reportedly told the agent that there's a there's a part of me that wants to be like you, you know how I'm going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> he he was he he was under the impression that the undercover agent was a mafia mafioso mm-hmm. type guy. So he said, "There's a part of me that wants to be like you. You know how I'm going to be like you." 
just to be a free agent there talking about being in the Philippines. Mm. Just dropping politics all together and just running guns out of there. <laughs> so as of right now, he was suspended from uh, from the Senate as of March 28th, 2014, and we're waiting to hear. Well, that's very, that's surprising. Was, that's definitely an interesting turn of events. The FBI... Assuming he's proven guilty. The FBI affidavit was 137 pages. This was a long-running operation by the FBI. Yeah, I I don't think that this is the only kind of deal like this. You have Feinstein who wants to take uh, concealed carriers, saying nobody can have a concealed carry permit, who she herself had a concealed carry permit at one point in her life because she was worried somebody was going to come after her. She's, they don't, a lot, a lot of times it seems like they don't mind taking rights from other people because they don't feel like they're a part of society or they're mm-hmm. a part of the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I, it seems like they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ian was breaking down, crying there. That was such a great speech. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting over a cold, so please forgive me if I've sounded nasally this episode. No, I mean, as always, I'm going to be muddled when I try to explain this. Um, I'm. We're all on the same page here. Um. I, I think when they 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 try to target the symptoms rather than the disease, yeah. and, and they or the symptoms of the disease, in other words, gun violence, rather than by getting rid of guns mm. instead of looking at deeper cultural or issues like the the game violence thing. I we talked about. Um, yeah, we've discussed this before. Yeah, a, a English or British. Uh, uh, survey or something that basically yep showed. yeah that said there was no connection but we but we went on to discuss that obviously with some individuals it is going to affect them but yeah. how do you find out which yeah, kids there's it, no there's no way to into, it's up to the parents mm-hmm. not the government yeah yeah and yeah it's the problem the government tries to legislate morality they mm-hmm. try to legislate a way you know doing taking care of what parents should be doing you just mm-hmm. can't do that you just harm the rest of us for what some of us, the the rest of us, are the last of us. I was gonna try to make. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but... <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, uh, he uh, he's clearly a sociopath, um, and and the rest of them, they're that type of argument doesn't really. From what I mean, from the rocket people... launchers, yeah, rocket launchers, rocket launchers. We can't have uh, whatever fixed. We can't have anybody change a magazine. Goodness. Yeah, I think I think that might have been a misquote. Maybe something between put my notes together. But if what you're saying, if you can't remove the magazine, that would maybe that's what they were trying to enforce that yeah. they'd be converted to where you can't remove the magazine. Right. Then you would have to what buy a gun per magazine. Well, you just I, have to reload it <clears throat> a different way. If it if oh. it's got a fixed magazine, you load it from the top. Oh, so it like becomes an, essentially single shot M1, at that point. M1 Grand. Oh, is a, is a fixed magazine. Okay, that makes sense. Actually, it's a stripper clip that you used to load that, but all right. It's similar. I'm a, I'm a geek, I know. I just find that <laughs> I just find this very interesting that in, in the certain climate in America where trust isn't exactly on the high commodity side, if that makes sense, uh, with our government, uh, we're very distrusting. Mm-hmm. And then a story like this, granted, it's state senate, and I'm sure there's plenty of corrupt politicians out there that we have no idea what they yeah. do. Yeah, on both sides, not just that Yeah, side. yeah, and I'm not just picking on Democrats here, uh, although a lot of things that they do deserve to be picked on. <laughs> I was waiting Shut for up. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Jonathan to say I, I was trying to be the stew brewer. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, no, no, let's look where. Besides I, the gun, like, which I would agree. I mean, they need to be picked on for that because they're ill-educated. And for, somebody, for a group that tends to be politically as well as ideologically pro-education, they are clearly not educated about the subject of what they're talking about when it comes to guns. Right. They're not. But why is that, though? It has to be a choice of theirs. It yes. has to be. Um, it's kind of the, It's frankly the same reason why you have super conservative Christians uh, refusing to even allow the idea of evolution in a because they they willingly don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Similarly, they have an agenda. Is what you're yes. saying? Yes. Similarly, with um, I would argue, generally speaking, with uh, extreme gun control people. For like, I don't want to say extreme, but it is pretty extreme, radical, um, like Feinstein. They are just repulsed by the idea itself, and they don't feel the need to be educated about exactly what yeah. they're talking about. Because um, they just want them gone. 
Yeah. Well, unless they want to use them themselves. See, that's the difference. I, it's not like I don't think that a, a Christian conservative, super Christian conservatives, like in his study, like, oh, I'm going to read about this. Darwinism. No, nobody's gonna no, know. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Feinstein's I'm like drawing six shooters <laughs> in her in her living room. <laughs> but not, but, well, you average citizen, there's no need for you well, to have them. Are, are we saying that Feinstein does draw? Imaginary? I would. I picture her sitting <laughs> with a cowboy hat there. Okay, but, <laughs> but we don't know that. I'm not, no. I'm not proposing that. But um, but she did have a concealed carry permit. Yeah, and she's time, saying yeah. that no one else should yeah. have that. It's uh, pretty dumb. That, that same thing. So yes, it's all right. Not not knowing a lot about her in general, but just a little bit. That from what I've gathered with our discussion, she's pretty dumb. Right? I just mm-hmm. I just find that politicians in general, Republican or Democrat. They seem to harp on the issues that they think will get them the most votes, and they'll take sides. Right. Whether it's their personal convictions or not, they'll take sides just to get votes. Yeah. I mean that—that's how you win. Yeah. But that's kind nah. of you have to, and you have to align some. In some points, you have to align with the party you're running with. I mean, you get, or else you'll just get yep. trampled. You'll be out. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think is just a problem. And well, it's a problem. So with are the we saying? System, are we right? saying that pretty much Washington is a big gang? Where, where <laughs> you, got un- you got Uncle Brock <laughs> yeah. and Father Biden. I think that's a little that's a little simplistic, and it paints the paints it as a monolithic being rather so, than uh, a you, you come to me asking for hope. <laughs> Change. <laughs> yes, we can. We'll be able to have this discussion in. 2016 <laughs> if it goes that way and you can say the same thing. I, well, full, I mean, full disclosure I've been kind of out of politics since the 2012 I've elect- dis- election. I've disconnected <laughs> I don't want to know anything about it anymore unless you talk about guns then I want to hear about it. Anything else? Like this guy. I, I heard about him in passing but. Yeah he's state senate though he's yeah, not. It's, 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 it's California it's a, what it's do you expect? Hu- it's a huge story because it's just such an obvious hypocrisy. Right. Um, to, but, to the credit of the the um Organizations that awarded him things for being anti-gun, they, uh, I believe I read that they, they did label him as a hypocrite and that they kind of yeah. disconnected yeah, I'm, I'm from him. The Brady sure campaign have. probably have to run from him. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. This is episode number eight of the Morning Supper podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. Uh, you can check us out there. Leave us comments there. Follow us there. We also have a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Morning Supper, uh, where you can leave us your comments on this story, uh, what your thoughts are. You know. What are your thoughts on the histori- historiography on English national identity? Exactly. You, know that, you can do that, too. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. You and Jonathan can have a long <laughs> conversation about that, because I have no, 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 uh... Interest? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say no, no, to make no play in that game. I don't know. <laughs> No dog in that fight. <laughs> exactly. yeah, there we go. <laughs> no cock in that roost. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you. And uh, we'll try to keep pushing these your, your way. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. See you.